Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. This is the Jillian Michaels Show coming at you from TuneIn Studios in Venice, California. Welcome. Where are we in time? I mean, sometimes I'm doing a show and you tell me it's Christmas <laughs> Where are Eve. We in time. Sometimes I'm doing a show. It's Easter. <laughs> it's Easter. Today is Where December am I? 17th. On the space time continuum. I'm in December 17th. This is December 17th. <clears throat> That's where I am now. This is where you I'm, are. Now. I'm teleporting <laughs> there from November 29th. You are. Got it. Beautifully, I might. Welcome have. to the yes. show. Because it's December. Oh, I just unhooked my microphone. Wow. Wow. I'm on fire today. Uh, since it's December 17th, that means that my book is coming out tomorrow, which is December 18th, mm. in time. In time. Yes. In so real exciting. time. Yes. So tomorrow, my book comes out. Huh? Very excited Yay. about this. Which, yeah. by the way, this is your last chance to get that pre-offer that I mentioned, people. What pre-offer is that, Julian? Oh, uh, you get three months for free on the Julian Michaels My Fitness app with... <laughs> Personalized workouts and customized meal plans, community support, coaching, all the above. But what's the, where do they go? JillianMichaels.com slash six keys. You spell the six? You can spell it out or do the number. just do the number. Yeah, but one day because yeah. it's pre-order offer only. So if you want to do it, make it happen. Um, with that said, we're going to talk a little bit about the book. Um, I'm going to go over. Uh, the book is an anti-aging book, period, flat out. And when you look around... Come on, we all do this. You ever look at somebody and it's like, oh, I'm 40, 42, 43, 44, 50, and you're like, wow. And you genuinely yeah, mean it. Yeah, definitely. You're genuinely like, holy crap, I wouldn't have put you a day over whatever, right? Like, there isn't a day that I see JLo where I'm not like, mother of God. <laughs> kind of want to kill her. <laughs> hey, Siri, how old is JLo? I don't even remember. I think 50, no? Jennifer Lopez is 49. Bitch. 49. <laughs> Like, if I saw J-Lo on the street, I'd be like, nah, she's in her mid-30s. Without knowing it's J-Lo, right? Like, you just saw that human on mm -hmm. the street. And it's like, okay. And the reality of aging is that there are many different factors that involve your age. Mm -hmm. So there's your chronological age, like, how long have you been on the planet? There's your physiological age, like, how much age is your body showing? You could be 25 years on the planet, but you might have the liver of a 50-year-old, mm. depending on how you yeah. live, right? The lungs of a whatever, because you're, you're accumulating so much damage by the way you live, or the exact opposite. You might be 50 and have the liver of a 20-year-old. Like, my eyes are perfect, perfect eyes, because I wear sunglasses mm. all the time. So I haven't accumulated damage from the sun's rays because my eyes are super sensitive and I eat really clean. So my eyes haven't sustained or have sustained very, very little 
degeneration, so to speak. So anyway, bottom line is hmm. there's that component. There's your psychological age, like how old you feel. There's your sociological age of like what society dictates or, you know, where you should be in your life. Oh, at this age, you know, if you, 30 looks like uh, a job doing this and a life doing that. Like there's so many different yeah. factors that go into what creates your actual age. However, um, on top of that, the key is that all of this stuff is you can manipulate it, you can massage it, you can change it. And there are six body processes that are responsible for how we age. And there's there's nothing in our genes that tells us to die or to fall apart. Nothing. Wow. So there are things that affect the expression of your genetics, absolutely, right? Like you know what turns certain pieces of your genes on and what turns certain pieces off. That literally we can choke off parts of our genetics and we can open up others for the better or for the worse. So we're looking at these six keys, right? And on this show, I wanted to cover three of them. Obviously, I can't give you – the book is the book. It's right. a several hundred page book with over a thousand studies and interviews with doctors and it's pretty intense. But the first three are stress adaptation, inflammation, and metabolism, meaning – Looking at how these three things, these three keys, hallmarks of aging, if you will, can work for you or against you. But the number one thing that we need to remember, because there is a theme at the end of the day, like I first in the book talk about age and what's, you know, what, what comprises it and, and what ages us and my inspiration for the book and all of these things, like individuals that have inspired me, 92-year-old yoga teachers, 85-year-olds that run marathons, like, and they're not genetic outliers. Yeah. They're yeah. not. It's, it's, it can be you if you choose for it to be you, right? It doesn't have to be that extreme, but the bottom line is it's, it's within your control. And by, by learning about the six keys and how to make them work for you instead of against you, the idea of the subtitle of the book is you have ageless strength, health, and beauty. You age, you have much longer life with more vitality, energy, and immunity, right? Mm. So first we cover those six keys. The second half of the book is what do we do? Like these are the six keys. Here's what we know now. Here's what we're going to be able to do later in the future. But then the last, the second half is like this is a very intense plan for mind, body component, diet component, environmental component, fitness component, all of it. Okay. But there's a theme, and it's an undeniable theme. And I've talked a little bit about it before on the show here and there, but the overall theme is, it's crazy, is, is balance. And I know that sounds like, really? Like, that's your theme? Like, that's what you got for me? But the whole point, I think, is that it, it shouldn't be. It's all there. Like, you inherently, intrinsically, Know what to do and do it. We have built-in periods of fast every day. It was called breakfast. There was something called a balanced diet. Like, that made perfect sense. Like, it's in every religious text. It's a part of every indigenous culture. We know the concept of extremes is bad. When it comes to your health, it's extremely bad. There can be too much of a good thing. The whole idea is about striking the right balance with everything in life, whether it's sleep, 
you get over eight hours of sleep, you're getting too much sleep. It's going to have a negative effect. Mm-hmm. Under seven hours, you're not getting enough sleep. It's going to have a negative effect. I literally think of it as like the Goldilocks zone of health and wellness. <laughs> That's great. I swear yeah. to God. like We even have like the Goldilocks zone, right, for, for planets to sustain life. How far away are they from their star? So too oh, yeah. far away, it's too cold, right? You don't have liquid water. Too close, there's no liquid water. It's too hot. Earth is in that Goldilocks zone to support life. Well, to support health and wellness and energy and vitality and immunity and all of those things, there's a balance. There's a Goldilocks zone, psychologically, physiologically. And that is the theme. You put the word T-O-O in front of anything, too little, too much, you've got problems. Mm. And when you go back, even in like Buddhism means, it literally means the middle path. I didn't even know that until I wrote the book. They knew. They knew the answers. Yin, yang, balance, light, dark. It's all there. We've known for thousands of years. And somehow human beings in our evolution, we go through these dark periods where knowledge is lost. And we're not so freaking enlightened right now. I'm sorry to say. Like, we just are not. We've been far more enlightened throughout time where we had this intrinsic basic knowledge and followed it. But right now we're a very polarized world, whether oh it's God, yeah. health or it's politics. I'm vegan. I'm keto. For God's <laughs> sake, those are the fucking trends. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. The answer's in the middle of both of those, which, by the way, is called an omnivore. We've been omnivores for thousands of years. And anybody who tells you paleo is the way we were is a liar. Go back and study bodies from that period of time. That's not the case. They were eating bark and this and that and whatever. And In fact, a lot of them were dying of extreme anemia because they didn't have enough meat. They were not meat eaters. It's just not the truth. Yeah. So... Whether it's that or it's your politics or whatever it might be, I promise you that the answer to a healthful life, state of mind, and physicality is this balance. And it, it's not unique per se to each individual, right? We know that like the window for sleep is seven to eight hours of sleep. That's universal. We know that there should be a minimum 12-hour period of the day where we're not eating. That's universal. But even look at that. There's 24 hours in a day. Half of them you shouldn't be eating. You know, and if your health is poor, like, they go a little more extreme. They're like, eh, 14 to 16 hours. The period's longer if you've got diabetes or what have you. I mean, it's all there. That is the theme. So whether it's alcohol, it's like, yes, this is good. In a balanced way. Yeah. Overdo it. You've got cancer, obesity, liver problems, right? Impaired cognitive function. You don't do it at all. Like you're also losing the benefits of brain health, heart health, health of your liver. Uh, I mean, all of that. And you're losing the antioxidants. Like we've, we've had alcohol for thousands and thousands of years. The goal is not to abuse it. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's the same with vitamins and minerals. You can get too much vitamin A. You can get too much vitamin C. You can get too much. And there's a host of health problems that go along with it. Everything should be balanced. And I don't say moderation because 
It's kind of like if you train mm. very intensely, you need the adequate amount of recovery time. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, so it's it's balance. It's not to say like, oh, we should train moderately because of the stress it puts on the body. No, you balance that out with adequate recovery time. That is the answer, I promise you, is a common sense, balanced approach to life. And speaking of working out hard and taking recovery, we'll, uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back with the first key, which is stress adaptation. So my old assistant, Jeremy, had a spacing issue with his teeth, but he didn't want the hassle or expense of wire braces. Well, now he's almost done with his aligner plan from Candid, and he's amazed by the difference it's made. Candid's clear aligners are sent to your home and are customized specifically for your teeth, whether they're crooked, crowded, or you have protrusions or gaps. It only takes about six months and you'll save thousands of dollars compared to the other guys. The way it works is Candid sends you a modeling kit and you send them back impressions of your teeth along with some photos. They even use actual orthodontists to review your case and they send you a preview of how your treatment will look so you can decide whether or not to move forward. You're one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. So take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, candidco.com slash Jillian, you'll save 25% off on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash Jillian to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash Jillian. I feel like I've tried every natural deodorant out there and nothing seems to really work until I tried Kopari's coconut deodorant. Kopari uses plant-based active ingredients like sage oil and coconut oil, and it really does fight odor. It's amazing. And it's aluminum-free, which is critical. It's also free of silicones, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, which can actually irritate sensitive skin. Plus, don't you hate it when you put on your shirt right after and, you know, have sticky white deodorant residue all over your clothes so you have to change it, but you really wanted to wear that shirt? Well, that doesn't happen with Kapari. In fact, it's their number one selling product. They can barely keep it in stock. Okay, people? So you should absolutely check it out. Go to koparibeauty.com slash Jillian to make the safe switch today and save five bucks off your first order when you subscribe. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash Jillian, koparibeauty.com slash Jillian. And we're back. We are. Speaking of stress. <laughs> oh my God, I must have handled 10 stressful things between <laughs> that break. Yeah, so, it's been a very stressful break. Uh, now, this may be seeming, again, seemingly obvious, but would you really know about it? Strong arming stress. All right. You stress a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, we've. Have we done this? We've said we this. Yes. This last, ah, you guys. Well, let's see if you Last paying, month. Are you paying attention? Stress is a good thing. It's a good thing. Jake? I think it can be healthy. Can be healthy. Balance. Like, Somebody was finally listening. Balance. Yeah. No. Well, no. So so think about what it is. Okay. So first of all, tell me what it is. What's stress? Oh, I love making over, you guys look like fools. Over anything. Over overactive thinking. Over working out a bicep. No. 
over no 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 a strain no anything t-o-o it was over no that can cause stress that's not what stress is cindy jesus sarah's leaving okay (laughs) so stress right is anything that can be physical okay so it could be manual labor intense exercise lack of sleep travel injuries surgery illness infections chemical Drug, alcohol, nicotine, environmental pollutants, water, pesticides, cleaning products, like toxic chemical stress on your body. It could be nutrition, food allergies, chemicals in foods, preservatives, fake fake flavors, starvation, dehydration, right? Too much food, okay? Or psychospiritual. Troubled relationships, financial career pressures, loss of a loved one, challenges with life goals, childhood traumas, aka PTSD as well. So these are all things that cause... Stress. Stress Hmm. is when your sympathetic nervous system or your fight or flight hormonal response is triggered. Mm. Period. That's what it is. It can be triggered by all those things, right? Now, what happens is this period of time, these hormones that are getting released, they're being released for a reason. And they are to protect you, to get you out of danger, to keep you out of trouble, And what have you, right? So they have a very important, significant survival response. Now, when the threat is over, your parasympathetic nervous system turns back on. And that's the rest, digest, right? Eat, breed, reproduce, uh, heal, rebuild, recover. So stress is a good thing. When we get stressed, it allows us to engage these this biochemical response and survive, but it makes us stronger, right? It's, it's Hemingway, right? Life breaks everyone, um, but those of us you know, who, who deal with it are stronger in the places, but most are stronger in the places they've been broken. Don't allow it to break you, and it, it will kill you, right? That's that Hemingway quote, but on a psychological level, if you're willing to like take the lesson, find the meaning in it, which is honestly a big component of the book when it comes to managing stress on a psychological level like bringing a meaning and a purpose then it allows you psychologically to grow and gain depth and wisdom and empathy okay uh physically we've talked about this a million times right you're working out super intensely and you you your muscles are pulling on the bones we create these little micro fissures in the bone and the body then is stressed, we jump to our second key, which is an inflammatory response, which I'll get to in a minute, and we send bone cells, right, to heal and remodel the bone, and the bone is now stronger and more dense. If we don't allow the body to move out of that state of stress and continue to stress chronically, you get a stress fracture. So where stress is good for you is that the whole idea is it makes you stronger in every way. Think about immunotherapy. What are you doing? What are, what are allergy shots? Right, right. You're exposing the body to the allergen, and your body adapts and develops an immunity. But it's done strategically, little bits, spaced out. Not like, whoosh, you know, we're, yeah. we're inundating you with allergens, and you're going in an anaphylactic shock. That's what stress does. So stress can work for you to make you stronger, healthier, wiser, smarter, happier. But when it's not balanced, 
with off mode and stress is chronic, it will literally kill you. It will accelerate your aging in every way. Skin, hair, nails, internal organs, state of mind, misery, unhappiness. Change the shape of your brain. Physiologically change your brain. It's, it's insane. And it's all biochemical that ends up having a dramatic impact on your psychology as well. So, again, the book talks about all of the various ways to manage stress from a nutrition standpoint, a sleep, st a lifestyle standpoint, a psychological standpoint, an exercise standpoint. But that is number one, six key, and it affects all the other keys. Mm. And so you need to think of stress actually as something extraordinarily beneficial to who you are emotionally and physically, but it must be managed so that you can maximize the remodeling, the rebuilding and the recovery from the injuries that it creates. Mm. And if it's chronic, then you will, it will break you. So it's how do we manage stress so that we benefit from it and prevent it from becoming chronic. And it's everything from literally mind body interventions of the incredible transformative effects of meditation, which I never even, I'd be like, yeah, oh, I'm sure. I got to get out of here. I got better. Here's what's going to manage my stress. Get shit done. I got to go. Like, it's fascinating the studies we have on that. And, and it, looking at it as a 360, like everything in the book is a very comprehensive strategy, in particular on this one key. Like I mentioned, it could be sleep. It could be mind body. It could be psychological. It could be finding meaning. It's, it's what ingredients are going to manage stress the best and help you lower your cortisol levels and deal with the biochemistry of stress. But stress managing stress big one and then the next key is inflammation so stress obviously is going to trigger an inflammatory response when they see oh you've got really high white blood cells usually we, they mm. think you're fighting an infection that's what that's what the white blood cells are doing so stress triggers an inflammatory response inflammation good or bad same game right Chronic inflammation, extraordinarily bad. But inflammation in response to an injury that then gets healed through the inflammatory response, excellent. Which is one of the reasons when somebody works out, I always, always say, do not take non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Mm. Number one, it's terrible for your kidney and your liver. But number two, it's inhibiting the inflammatory response that's designed to heal the body. It's totally counterintuitive. But... We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about inflammation. <laughs> and the third key, Cindy, metabolism. <sighs> There's so many paths to finding your family story. But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I wanna see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's 
Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Okay, who doesn't want to look awesome at the holiday parties this holiday season and still feel comfortable? I mean, you do, right? Look great, feel great. Well, then you're going to want to check out Rothy's, the flat shoe that's all about fashion and sustainability because they're actually made from recycled water bottles. That's right. And Rothy's has recycled almost 20 million bottles so far. I have the black loafer and they not only look great, but they're so comfortable. It's like I'm wearing my sneakers. I love my Rothy's and I know you will too. And right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use the code Jillian to get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free returns or exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. And trust me, you won't return them. Go to rothys.com and enter Jillian to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. No-brainer shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. And free shipping? Get your pair today at rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. Promo code Jillian. Get this deal while it lasts. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so we were talking inflammation, right? So this key is called owning inflammation. So remember, inflammation is your ally. Without inflammation, you literally would not even survive the common cold. So it's your body manufacturing certain immune cells and antibodies that attack foreign and bad for you substances, right? That heal injury, they flow directly to compromised tissue. Those areas become swollen and hot. Like that's that's what's happening, right? You get an injury, your body goes in, it heals it up, whoop-de-doo. It's a great thing. Now, we've even seen when we studied, like there's this one really cool study on centenarians, people who lived 100 and past, right? They did a study on 684 centenarians, people up to 100 to 109 years old. And they found that their levels of inflammation – were significantly lower than you know sixty year olds, seventy year olds that had that that had chronic illness and disease. We we know chronic low grade inflammation is a bad thing. So why is chronic inflammation a bad thing? Who can tell me? Who can tell me? <laughs> Who can tell me? Let me Google it really. The, well, no, Not the word there. the word chronic just doesn't sound very good. Well, the right problem there. is right if inflammation isn't shutting off. And you've got like these little fighters running around fighting a war that doesn't exist. Mm. They can go after healthy tissue. They do. Yeah. So that's when you start to deal with things like rheumatoid arthritis, pulmonary disease, bone loss, insulin resistance, risk of cancer is increased. Mm. So, again, we've got these soldiers. When we need them, they're awesome. When they're not fighting a war, they're like, what do we do? Woohoo! They go batshit in your body. We need to shut them down when we're not injured. So, one of the reasons, and again, I said it's, you know, it's not a, it's a, it's a book. There's a reason it's a book. We can't, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can't it's a book. It all right now. Right. But one of the reasons, um, and you're going to find, here's what else is interesting. So, Several themes to this book, balance being the way forward, right? And what does balance look like? Mind, body, environment, lifestyle, food, fitness, and so on. But also the interconnectivity of all these components, the solutions and the problems. So you'll find that the keys affect each other. Mm. So 
For example, one of the reasons that inflammation stays chronic is a macromolecule problem, which is another key that we're going to get to later down the road. But basically what can happen is when your body isn't efficient at what we call culling senescent or dead cells, right? They build up. They cause a lot of problems. It keeps the inflammation up. So what the body needs to be doing is like killing these things, breaking them down, using them to rebuild build new and healthy cells. That gets thrown off by a host of other factors. One of them, most importantly, is the next key, which is metabolism. I'm going to get there in a second. But it's amazing how your metabolism can affect your inflammation. And I'm not talking about, oh, I didn't eat organic. Mm. That's that, You didn't eat organic is stress, right? That's chemical stress, which also affects inflammation in a different way. But when we've got all these dead senescent cells laying around, that isn't actually because, oh, I didn't eat organic or... Oh, I don't know. That's because we ate too much, which I'm going to get to, as I said, in a second. So the problem with inflammation, which also should be your number one buddy, right? It's supposed to fight disease. It's supposed to do the rebuild, repair, recover. So inflammation and stress work hand in hand. Stress breaks it all down. Inflammation goes in and fixes it all up. Improves your immune system. It makes the bones more dense. Makes your cardiovascular system better conditioned to deliver oxygen to the body. Makes the heart more efficient and on and on and on. Although inflammation doesn't make you emotionally stronger. That's a spiritual component <laughs> that, we, that we do talk about, right? This key is critical. And learning how to manage stress and inflammation together can make you damn near superhuman, right? Like as, as healthy and bulletproof as possible, but it's working the tools that we have. So again, talking about inflammation, I mentioned metabolism. That's our next key. So moving on to metabolism, right? Now I wrote a whole book on metabolism. It's not to say that everything I wrote was wrong. In fact, it was all right. Of course. It was a massive bestseller, I'll have you know, <laughs> uh, but it was incomplete. Hmm. And it was incomplete because it was looking at metabolism as it relates to, honestly, like, yes, disease, but via obesity, via, um, okay, how do we stay fit and healthy and lean and strong and, um, sure, fertility and immunity and what have you, but it wasn't looking at metabolism and aging. So metabolism is a very interesting thing, right? This one is really about mitigating the stress that metabolism puts on the body. So, you know, look, why do you think metabolism ages us? Well, what's it doing? It spends every waking second circulating blood, eliminating waste, growing and repairing cells, controlling your body's temperature, your body's hormone levels, keeping your brain um, and your nerves firing, breathing, you name it. And it's all of these metabolic activities that keep you alive but require energy to do so so the energy there are many ways to get what's called oxidative stress right hmm. that's free radical damage some come from breathing right some come from when our cells use glucose to make energy so when we metabolize our food we have oxidative stress the more we eat the more oxidative stress we're going to have. So first off, we know this is one of the number one reasons that calorie restriction 
not to be confused with calorie deprivation. Calorie deprivation being Mm. we are eating far less than our body is burning in a day, which is going to create a host of problems on a biochemical and physiological level, which I'll get to in a second. Calorie restriction is not overeating, also not undereating, okay? So it gives us just enough energy to keep all the body processes going, but we're not going to store uh, store energy is fat, which throws off our nutrient sensing pathways, which I'm going to get to why that's bad in a second. And it involves that conversation we just had about inflammation. Um, but when we don't eat, it puts that process of autophagy, right, which is where we call dead cells. We break down all these dead cells. This is why fasting periods are considered a good thing because of those senescent dead cells, we want to break them down. If we're eating constantly, our nutrient-sensing pathways are like, oh, A, I'm busy. I got to break down all this food. And B, I don't need to break that stuff down because, boy, these nutrients are, like, really flowing. So if you don't eat enough, that autophagy process will go to healthy tissue. That's why, you know, when you look at things like starvation, like we're breaking down healthy bone, healthy muscle, organs, all that super bad. At the same time, when we're eating too much, we're not getting into autophagy where we're culling and breaking down those dead senescent cells, which is what keeps the inflammation marker on or one of the components, right? So it just throws the whole body out of whack. And when these cells build up, it leads to a host of other issues, autoimmune diseases, cancer, so on. So think about what is cancer, by the way? Like what are autoimmune diseases? They're not bacterial. They're not viral. It's not a fungus, Right, cancer cells. It's a mutiny of your own cells, right, essentially. So, okay, we know that metabolism is going to involve not overeating and not undereating. We also know that it's going to involve periods where we are not eating. And again, we've talked about fasting ad nauseum on this show. Fasting not to be synonymous with starvation or calorie deprivation. Fasting only to mean exactly what it says, a period where you're not eating. That minimum period should be 12 hours between dinner today, breakfast tomorrow, maximum 16. I can't get to 16. It causes me to overeat and be miserable. I can get to like 13, 14 Mm -hmm. on a good day. So we see the benefits starting at 12. We see massive benefits. If you can get to 16, I can't get to 16 personally. So... That's where this process of metabolism has so much to do with anti-aging. And the interesting thing is that for years we thought a fast metabolism was a good thing. I mean, it is if you want to eat whatever you want and not gain weight. But it isn't when it comes to aging. First of all, that's not advantageous to begin with. So we just established why. We're not getting into autophagy. doesn't matter how thin you are or how fit you are. If you're not breaking down dead cells, you can still get cancer. Mm. Thin people get cancer all the time. Yeah. Hello, Cindy. <laughs> Clearly your autophagy was not working well. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> so another way we keep this in balance, by the way, is oxidative stress is going to occur. So basically what's happening is an oxygen molecule splits into single atoms with unpaired electrons, right? So what happens is, these electrons like to be in pairs. It's a, it's a chemistry mm. lesson. It makes you a little crazy. But what they do is essentially they are called free radicals, right? So now they're running around scavenging the body to seek out other electrons so they can become a pair. However, this can work against us because it can cause damage to your cells, your proteins, and your DNA. 
The best way to keep this in balance is to minimize oxidative stress and maximize your antioxidants. Yeah. This is why things like turmeric yeah, yeah. and resveratrol and vitamin C and this and that, they're balancing. Mm. Oxidative stress doesn't occur unless you have too many free radicals. Your balance of antioxidants and free radicals mm. is off. So the key is boost antioxidants with proper nutrition, right? So that's like the red glass, half glass of red wine. Or that, you know, putting that turmeric or curcumin in your food. Or eating that thing of raspberries, preferably organic, so you're not getting all the pesticides, which are causing toxic chemical <laughs> stress, right? So high nutrient-dense foods with the antioxidants are combating these free radicals that are aging the shit out of you, mm. okay? Um, eating less is creating less free radicals because it's less oxidative stress and creating a fasting period where your body can break down dead or senescent cells. So again, in the book, we look at how these keys are connected and they work in unison in an ideal world, but again, like a symphony, and we talked a little bit about this with Master Your Metabolism, with the way your hormones work. It should sound like the LA Philharmonic on its best day, <laughs> but when one of the instruments is off, the whole thing is like, is thrown off right yeah. so again you throw off a hormone and they works in they work in checks and balances one gets out of whack well it's throwing the other one out of whack you know that's why um for example human growth hormone is going to get lowered and decreased which is a good hormone if your insulin level is too high so same thing goes if one of the keys is out of whack if your macromolecule key which we'll get into in another show is out of whack or your metabolism's out of whack, it's gonna trigger and throw off the macromolecules, which throws off inflammation, and then stress can affect inflammation if if stress is chronic, and they're all connected. Mm. So that's why coming at it, the overall theme is one of balance. Balancing the free radicals with the antioxidants. Literally, balancing how much sleep you get, too much versus too little, how much alcohol you're drinking, too much versus too little, how many calories you're eating, just the right amount, not too much, because that's bad, not too little, because that's bad. Mm. You see the theme. Yeah. It's universal. It, it can't be negated. And the fact that everything is interconnected. And it's bizarrely spiritual, but 100% true. Yeah. It's all interconnected. And to, to live in the most helpful, optimized way, it's common sense, balance, and a 360-degree approach that allows you to look at your life as a whole, hmm. how your lifestyle, how your psychology, how everything from your friends and the company you keep to the way you've set up your environment and the way it makes you think to the foods you're eating and the sleep you're getting and the medications you are or not taking affect the balance in your life and how that brings our keys into balance for a longer, more vital life. But in another show down the road, we'll cover the yeah, next three keys. Let's go out in like a couple of weeks. Fair. I like it. Good.